and we are live, everyone. Beautiful. We are today on We Are Live. You know this goes on my Facebook, eh? Yes, that's right. Have you seen it? I, I've yeah. looked back at it, yeah. Yeah, sick. So this is the unedited, the unedited one. Do you edit much as well? Do you edit your ones at all? No, well, okay. just snip the, the end off, snip the front off. That's it. Oh, okay. Hold on. I'm going to, I think I've, I, what I can put in here is seven lessons in seven years. I normally, I want to do like seven, like 10 lessons in 10 years, but I'm not that cool yet. Like, um, you know how like uh, HQ doesn't really care about you until you get like, until you get into a 10, until you become a 10 year affiliate. Yeah, true. So uh, I figured we could do seven lessons in seven years. Um, and you know, what are the, uh, well, actually, no, this is your podcast. What am I saying? You, what did you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, let's introduce the podcast. All right, boys and germs. Welcome to the crack pit five. Um, we're getting through the old episodes pretty good, aren't we? Um, and I, today it's myself and Mr. Alex Changi. Giddy up. I'm glad to be on crack five. Yeah, I know. CP five. Hey. <laughs> hey, giddy up! And uh, me and Lee done one last night. I don't know if you heard the start of it. We 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 need to create the jingle. I need to record just something, like you know, like welcome, like just what we're saying there. Welcome to the crack pit. This is the podcast that we talk about all sorts of blah blah blah. And you put some like funky Kaylee music underneath it, like it's got to be it's got to be like Irish music. that's what even Lee was saying. Yeah, hundred percent. We have to go full Michael Flatley on it, like yeah. Yeah, sweet. It's really easy, honestly. You just um, you just record your intro, tell everyone what it's about, and then and then you put the diddly diddly, and it actually sounds semi professional. It's yeah. like how you know how like this this whole setup wouldn't look professional if we didn't have mics in our faces. Yeah, and a plant, and a plant. plant. Look at look at my plant. <laughs> See my fucking. Oh, mate, I'll I'll like. People, you know, instead of two people listening this week, we're probably going to have three, three because <laughs> of our, because of our indoor plants. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I, last week I didn't actually put the video up. I just, I, I just put the, the podcast out there. So people, you, you like, you might not get the video this week either. So um, you just have to assume that we are telling the truth about the plants. Oh, people can see on my video. Oh, you know, like, oh, from because you're yeah, because Alex is streaming my, my phone. Hey, I've got three people watching now. I'm looking at my stream, my stream count, and there's three people. That's like that's a record. That's a record. Yeah, you, know, you know, I really, I really took advantage of lockdown at the start of things, and I um the the most streamers I've ever had on one of my views was 25, and I posted a video on spearfishing Victoria, and it was me fishing virtually. Yeah. And that's the that's been the pinnacle of my, you know, people were so fucking bored at the start of lockdown that they are watching me do virtual fishing, and that was the now I really should have capitalized on that, but I never did. So. Yeah. I watched you for a bit. I watched you. I, I, the one thing I didn't like about it was when you when you shot the the thing the noise it made, the the the, the jingle it made. Okay. Yeah, it was like, what the fuck's going on? Does that really happen when you spearfish? It was quite calming. Like I, I started going through a lot of um. I started going through a lot of different games, but it, like, it's very calming. Like I could see myself doing that. Um, yeah. But anyway, does it, does it match up to the real thing? Uh, well, I, this, this is the thing that I'm kind of tossing up at the moment. Cause there's a, um, 
there's potentially a job in Geelong that uh, would allow me to go spearfishing and fishing. And I'm just such a simple man. I was like, well, I could, you know, before the gym opens, I could go be a coach. I would coach, I would spearfish, and I would just cook food. And, it, you know, it'd be a month kind of, st- you know, vacation in uh, Victoria because we're not yeah. allowed out. Yeah. So that was very tempting. CrossFit Barrowin, wasn't it? Yeah, very tempting. But um, we'll see what, we'll see how that goes. Anyway, if anyone is in Geelong listening to this or anyone is in the freelance listening to this, um, I'm very good at coaching. I'm all right at coaching. Um, I do pretty good photography, videography. Um, I've programmed my whole year of CrossFit so I can bring that to your box with coaches' notes. Mm-hmm. And um, I can bring fresh fish to the community. Yeah. So that's. <laughs> hey, hey, fuck. Please, you're, please you're hire hired. me. Yeah, man, I'll hire you. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not in the nah, freelance. No, nah, you're not the freelance. You can go fuck yourself. I'm yeah. <laughs> I will only work for freedom. But anyway, let's crack five. What are, what are we, you know, we've, we've spit the shit for a bit. What do you want to talk about in crack five? Yeah, you, you had a good idea today. So you, 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 you fill us in on the idea and um, then we'll launch into it. Well, I just figured, you know, like we've, um, we've progressed. Um, we've progressed a lot over seven years. And um, I would like to know, you know, if um, maybe it's eight years now. I think it's eight years. We're coming up on eight years, but we'll say seven years. So seven lessons in seven years, you know, when it's normally, it's normally 10 lessons in 10 years, right? But um, we're not that cool yet. So it'll have to be seven lessons in seven years. And I figured you would be a great start because I think, you know, I remember seven years ago or a couple of, well, probably not seven years ago, we were just talking about weightlifting, but then, you know, in today's, um, you know, today in today's catch up, you're like Chongy, your uh, traps are highly elevated. Maybe you should do uh, a little bit more uh, lat work. And I was like, ah, oh, Damo's Damo's gotten better. Go figure. So uh, let's uh, let's let's talk about that, bro. What are your let's you know let's talk about your seven lessons, seven years. Um, because I have to finish at about two ten. You have possibly five to seven minutes for every lesson. Okay. I'm gonna keep you. To, I'm gonna keep you to time, mate. And I'm okay. gonna and I'm gonna just make sure I just shut the you know shut up and don't talk too much. Mm. Well, interrupt and ask questions as much as possible. All yeah. Right. If you have any questions online, we've got three people who are viewing live actually at the moment. Hello, three people. Hello, three uh, people. Um, you you were right on our numbers. So yeah, my seven. I just had to scribble down there of of, of a couple of things. So just the, the things that popped into mind. The first lesson, I suppose, what I've learned uh, myself being in this industry is protein powder doesn't make you big. <laughs> And um, uh, that's just a, the, the simplest way of saying is like, stop with the supplements, like the supplement, the supplements, if you're trying to reach a, a certain uh, fitness goal, whether it be gaining muscle or losing body fat, you know, reaching for the supplements that are marketed to your insecurities are not the answer. Um, and I, and I, I listen, I was that guy years ago when I started in the fitness industry, like I go into, you'd be in the gym and you'd be seeing the big lads and you'd, you'd say, fucking, so what, what, are you, what, are you, what are you doing for your arms? You know, like how do, how do you get so big? Oh yeah, well I'm, I'm doing this movement and that movement. And then you go to the protein shop and you see this fucking big uh, Polish guy behind the counter and he's recommending uh, BCA tablets and fucking pre-workout and then gold standard. HMB, what? HMB. HMB. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember HMB? Yes, I do. Yeah. We didn't have them right. now in in um in um 
in that Ireland. Tastes like, that tastes like that tasted like terrible. Wait, I've H&B. never tasted HMB. I've never tasted ass before, but I remember, imagine it tasted like HMB. That stuff <laughs> was rank. What is that stuff? What is that? Oh, I, I didn't even know how to say it, but it's meant to like help with recovery. It's like kind of in that kind of recovery vein. Um, I look, I, I agree with you, but the only, the other thing I'd say to that is like sometimes a supplement, if, if your supplement is something that says like, if you're doing most of the right things and there's just one thing that maybe just kind of unlocks your, like it's the, it's the, the bottleneck, you know, like there are some supplements that I think can act as like that can open up that bottleneck. So, um, I don't know if I told you, but I remember my, I upgraded my NBN to allow for all the streaming, but then I didn't realize that I've had a shitty network card in my old computer. So I had this hundred meg fucking streaming thing that I was paying for, but then my thing was actually doing a 10 meg thing. So when I upgraded my card, it exposed my whole NBN thing. So I think when, like, I think protein's probably like protein doesn't make you big, but let's say you had some supplement that improved your sleep you know, and then oh, that yeah. would unlock. But generally, as a as a as a as a thing, yeah, supplements are bullshit. No, I haven't found a supplement yet that I've been like, yeah, that's that works fucking awesome. Steroids um, work. Yeah, <laughs> they work really well. Well, yeah, I've 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 heard from the um. I think all the studies that I've read about in, you know, all the um, like all the weightlifting programs that you read. I like I read the study where it said the biggest definitive difference between good weightlifters and bad weightlifters or whatever, or like progression wasn't the weightlifting program they were on. It was just whether they were on steroids or not. So. 100%. 100%. Those, those are the only, st- those are the only fucking, um, fucking uh, supplements that I would have to shut my mouth and say, uh, oh, actually they work. <laughs> well, I, I, I think, I think, I think anything that affects your hormones will work, yeah. you know, but other things affect your hormones as well. Yeah. Just not as, not as dramatically. It's um, the word. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, Carol, Carol, I, I interrupted again. No, that's all right. That's good. It's good input, Johnny. It's a good input. But anyway, yeah. Um, I suppose like, don't be reaching for the protein powders for, for, especially if you're at the start of your journey, there, you, you have to do a lot of groundwork at the beginning, whether it's fucking just sticking to a training program, learning how to sleep and learning how to eat. Like that is the basics of anything. If you're trying to be a marathon runner, you have to get that shit right. If you're trying to fucking get into CrossFit, you got to get that shit right. If you're trying to be, if you're trying to put on some size, you got to get all this shit right. Then once you're down the road and you're, you're ex- you've pretty much exhausted all those avenues, then it's probably a good idea to look at some supplementation but don't go to the supplement shop looking for advice because then you'll you leave there with an empty wallet and a ah, big, that's... Big, bu- big box of white powder how about that um yeah remember the times where you'd be like oh this is quick release protein fucking <laughs> what you're such shy the, 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 the casein this yeah. is the, the a, casein. a whey protein isolate a whey protein concentrate and then a, if, a, if a i drink case. it if i drink it throughout the night it slowly releases into my body Fuck's sake. just eat food, oh how man. good was that that's so good and we all fell for it i fell for it 
you know, I'd have, I had my three different types of proteins for, and timed it. You know, as soon as I finished my workout, I had to get creatine and protein into my system within fucking 38 seconds of finishing my last set, set of exercises. Did you ever wake up at 3 a.m. in the morning to have a protein shake? No, I didn't do that. Oh, no, you're not, you're not that committed. Come on, bro. No, Every I'm three not. hours. <laughs> no, I, I, was, I was committed to the drink more than committed to the protein. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah that's what i'd say for get your fucking supplements from the food you eat you know especially at the beginning and if you have if you have if you're working with someone good they will advise you correctly work with me i'll advise you or john alex johnny work with damo damo damo's got the advice yes 100 Loz right. like Loz, you know what Loz said to me the other day she's like people won't listen to you they'll listen to damo i go why because damo's got abs and <laughs> <laughs> about fair enough fair enough why doesn't she um, get on that why doesn't she get on the, the channel and talk she's got abs oh yeah well she should she should she'll um you know we'll get her on <laughs> she, she's yeah she, she's very now yeah we can try and get her on yeah because <laughs> she's been to regionals she's uh, been in a team for regionals oh. she'd, she'd be great to talk to so she is the she is the person who who's changed my mind about, you know, like we, everyone gets really kind of sarcastic about when someone comes in, when we're at the, at the start of opening a CrossFit gym and they're like, you want, I want to go to the games and you're like, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, put up your thumbs and you're like, all right, mate. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. We'll get you there. Yeah. But Loz was one of those persons that was like, oh, you know, like she didn't want to go to the games, but she came in, she had like, and she's just, she just loves pain. Like she's the one person that I've seen go from, you know, um, potentially just, you know, you wouldn't look at her and you wouldn't see her at the start and go, oh, that's going to be someone who's going to be at regionals. And then within four or five years, just from hard work and, and just, you know, a high threshold from pain, she has became like, she, she's got an interest. I don't, I don't, she's, there's no secret to what Loz does. She just fucking hits the pain cave and hits it hard, you know, sure. um, does the work. Um, yeah, you see the stuff on her social media, man. She like she's a small little unit as well, and she can fucking move weights. Well, I just train with her. Like all the weights, all the weights I do are just hers because we're in the same basement at the moment. So, um, one one bar, and I'm just you know, trying to stay fit with her. <laughs> all right, lesson two, my friend. Lesson two. Lesson two. Okay, the second lesson is you train smarter, not harder. That doesn't say much, but it says it all. Um, when I started off um, my training, I've always wanted to gain size. I've always been that hard gain or skinny runt motherfucker. And, you know, my clothes just didn't fit me and all that sort of stuff. And when I would, when I started training first, I um, was living in Dublin or starting to train properly first. I was living in Dublin and I would train, I would go to a gym twice a day. And doing an hour and a half and lifting weights and 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 like sometimes I'd see a class going on like there'd be one of those remember those Les Mill classes and I'd see them lifting the weights doing the, like the, the pump class so I would do an hour of weights and then go into a Les Mills class and do that and then my transport around Dublin City was my bicycle and I'm and I lived five six k's outside the city so I, not only was i cycling in and out 12 k's every day and training twice a day and doing less mids classes i wasn't fucking eating enough but i was like but i listen i thought i was doing everything right but i was just burning myself at both ends i thought more work meant more results 
You know how many kilos I gained in about the first five years of training? One kilo. One kilo. kilo. I went from like 72 to 73 kilos and then back down to 72. I was like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, what am I doing here? Again, yeah, trying all the supplements, uh, like uh, talking to all the the Eastern European lads that were in the gym because they were fucking jacked and like becoming friends with them. And there's this little weedy Irish white boy bopping in between them and, you know, telling them jokes and they haven't a clue what I'm saying, but they're laughing anyway. But I'm like, what supplements are you using? Um, like, I'll be jumping on whatever the fuck they'd be using. But I was just training too much. I wasn't training smart. I wasn't thinking like, you know, I was training like an endurance athlete, uh, yeah. but trying to build muscle. And I, I, I didn't have someone to direct me in the right way. And I, I just probably wasn't eating enough as well because I was just burning everything like probably in a, a very catabolic state fit as fuck but i do like, enjoy seeing young uh, old photo like old photos of you mm. it's quite funny <laughs> i look like a little boy <laughs> when i opened the gym first here in melbourne like you know with no beard or anything like that i look back and i'm like jesus kind of like napoleon dynamite <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah um <laughs> So what was it train uh, train, sm- train smart or not harder? And that that's the now that I figure shit out and um, later in life, I still need to apply that. Like I for, since COVID has kicked in, my thing is I just you know I just build a muscle. I'm just on a bodybuilding program that I've come up with myself, and I've pretty much stopped doing crossfit and endurance style stuff well i'll do endurance stuff or cardio stuff once a week for 40 minutes just to kind of keep you know being able to breathe better but um because i've completely switched to bodybuilding and my goal is now gaining weight i'm actually achieving that you know and i'm not doing all these crossfit workouts that will get you fit but if your goal is to build up or put on a bit of size and get strong, you have to give something away. You can't gain everything at the same time. And this is a problem uh, that I've, we've run into many a times in CrossFit is because there's so many bloody skills to master in CrossFit. There's the gymnastic skills, the, the muscle-ups and the handstand walking, handstand push-ups. And then you have um, Olympic weightlifting skills, which are the most technical skills you'll have to ever teach anyone, cleaning and jerk and snatching. And then you have to fucking get strong on top of all of that by doing your powerlifting movements, by deadlifting and squatting. Now, to tailor a program where you get good at all that stuff at the same time is impossible. I don't know any human that can, you know, just excel uh, without dedicating a certain chunk of time to one of those particular uh, elements, especially Olympic weightlifting. Like you, me, uh, Ben Poon, Luke Anderson, like at the start, we were fucking swinging a barbell over our head for fucking years before like a good, before we kind of made solid progress. And I don't know how many coaches I've been through that have like taken me from one spot to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. But it wasn't until I actually dedicated a solid chunk of time um, to working on the snatch and the clean and jerk that I actually hit a hundred kilo snatch and then I retired. <laughs> I, thought, I thought world peace was going to happen when I hit a hundred kilo snatch. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> I think I think we had we had this I had this bet with a friend that if I hit one twenty I'd get to name his um his his firstborn child. How did I, I got go? to I got to one sixteen? Did yeah. you? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, back in the day. 
Mm. Nice strong. I didn't. Yeah, fuck that. That's that's solid, man. That's a solid snatch. Mm. Um, okay, it's interesting because I, I almost think the it's. What do you think of what? Like, you, there's a big delineation for you between every time you say CrossFit training and other training. Like, what what is the difference between like for me? When I when I program my class, I I really just program functional bodybuilding. You know, like you do a strength piece, you do some you do some accessory. Generally, the strength piece, the the wad for the day is really just me creating something that's an accessory piece for the strength. You know, like. But is there is there a? I feel like there's a there's something different between how you talk about CrossFit and how I talk about CrossFit. Because for me, CrossFit's just you know doing stuff together and doing lots of different shit. But yours is, is the competitive side you're talking about, right? The... I think so. Yeah, like um, when I think back to when we opened up first, the, the, the style of programming that we had was very randomized. You know, you'd be squatting one day, you'd be doing some sort of gymnastic shit the next day, you'd be um, doing a big long Metcon the day after. So where's the progression? Where's the structure to that program that allows people to develop in some way, shape or form? And I feel a little bit that, that uh, CrossFit really appeals to the to those style of people that have that, a, a very competitive nature. And maybe mm. they're an ex-athlete from some other sport where they've had to retire because of, you know, maybe age or injury or something like that. And uh, CrossFit is perfect for them because they get that on a daily basis. Um, um, but... F- for as my of my own progression, I really enjoyed it at, uh, at the start. I still enjoy CrossFit to some extent. Like I, I still like that pain. I'm an ex quite somewhat athlete myself. If you if you want to, well, I will. I will. Gaelic football players are athletes back at home, um, and that was my sport, and that was a team sport. So I would have been very competitive when I was younger at that. So finding CrossFit. Um, gave me that same feeling that you would have on the field. Like, you know, you're, you're, you're hounding for the ball, you're working hard, you're pushing hard, you're pushing till you puke. Um, and CrossFit delivered that to me. But uh, mm. I, just, I, I just find that there's so much stuff in it that it can be very tricky to deliver a CrossFit-style program without people saying, well, this is a strength program or this is just a gymnastics program, or this is just Olympic weightlifting, because I feel if you want to get good at CrossFit, you have to do it in blocks of stages. And you can do that throughout the year. And I suppose that's probably what I'm saying. If, you, if you're going to program CrossFit, it's, mm. it's very general. It's very all-encompassing. You might be snatching today. You might be deadlifting tomorrow. You might be doing muscle-ups the day after. Um, and that, to me, is, is good. It's fun. It, gets you, it exposes you to a lot of stuff. But does it allow you to improve in those skills yeah i think i think it uh maybe a a true template of crossfit is a much slower progression but if you want to if you have a skill based and you know if you have a skill focus um as in like um what's the term for it like i yeah i think you still have to have you can have a skill a crossfit focus and you can also have a skill focus you know CrossFit is general strength and conditioning, like, you know, like a very, well, it's always been that, right? Like Greg Glassman's like, it's GPP. Um, but, you know, if you want to improve on certain things, you have to focus on them for a little bit. Um, but, you know, anyway, we'll talk about that another day. Just mm-hmm. write that on the list of things to talk about. Um, yeah, up. Three. 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 What's your All right. third? So that was train harder, uh, train smarter, not harder. Okay. Um, the, the, the third one oh, is... Oh, wait, wait, wait. To go back to that one, yep. 
if you were to some if you were to train smarter not harder yeah. what is like what would you say is your 30 second you know like what do you what do you design your program around like what's your 30 like you know how do you describe what you do in 30 seconds like your training style what what i'm currently doing yeah like if you if it's you know, I think CrossFit is all like, you know, it's generally generalized and there's no kind of focus and we want general fitness. What is it that you do that's different from, you know, how is you how have you evolved since that understanding of CrossFit, since doing CrossFit? Well, it's exposed me to a lot of things. I've allowed yeah. uh, in that in that training allowed to be able to try a lot of stuff and I've fallen in love with Olympic weightlifting. I've loved the gymnastics. Um, uh, but now it's like you know why do we do fitness get sexy yes to look get, good get, naked yeah get, yeah get the sexy no get the sexy man how like people look at these crossfit athletes and they're like they, they they're not really they, they see what they see what they look like and they're like fuck the guys look at the men in the the crossfit and they're like jesus i want to look like him and the guys look at the females and like i want one of those and the the girls look at the female crossfitters like they, that's that's a, an aesthetic that for some women that they aspire to not for all women some women don't like that kind of fit athletic maybe somewhat bulky look i know i fucking love it um you know so it it you people look at that and they're like wow i want to look like that and they assume that they can get that way by doing crossfit but there's other ways and there's other ways that won't burn you out as easy and won't fuck you up as much. And not saying that CrossFit is going to fuck you up, but if you go to the wrong facility with an idea in your mind that you want to look sexy, it will fuck you up. You know, mm. so I think you got to sculpt your body. Bodybuilding is the way we sculpt, the way we change the look of the body. Um, doing trusters and, 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 pull-ups is not the way to sculpt the body it's a way to improve your cardiovascular system um time under the just principles to bodybuilding like time under tension you know metabolic stress you know in in a workout like fran there's fuck all time under tension it's springing through muscle and you're using um, um a momentum in pull-ups to get you through the workout and then the workout's over for some people in three minutes Okay, so what does that do for, you know, metabolic stress and, and, and the muscle development? You know, it looks yeah. sick. It's awesome to watch. But yeah. if you're trying to build some bigger quads or a booty, sometimes you need to slow those fucking reps down and squat heavy. Mm. You know? Yeah, get it. Sweet, Good man. Time. Well, uh... a bit longer than 30 seconds. Well, you know, whatever. Like, I, I think, I think, um, you know, CrossFit. When I think of CrossFit, it's like if I to, you know, if I could, this is about you this week. It's about you this week. Yeah. Number, are we number three, number four. Yeah, well, that was number. Uh, that was. That's that was three. only number two. Was that number two? <laughs> yeah. All right. Three. Okay. We're three. moving slow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you it. must okay. track your calories. You must track. You must, must, must. You must track everything that you fucking do. But tracking your calories and what you're consuming is hugely important. Really? Yeah, mate. Yeah, you fucking should know. <laughs> Listen, I, 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 the way I've, I've learned, and I'll tell you, I'll repeat my story that I told you earlier on. Um. It doesn't really matter what diet you're on. You can be following any fucking uh, style of a diet. They all work. 
as Stan Effersing would say, compliance is the science. You stick with it, it will work for you. But you need to make sure you're consuming the correct number of calories for the goals you're trying to achieve. Now, whether you're trying to build muscle or lose body fat, you need to be tracking the number of calories that are going into your body on a daily basis. So you have your, your intake and the correct amount of energy for the exercise and the activities you're doing. It comes down to uh, calories in versus calories out. Now, this is an argument that has gone on from the dawn of time, uh, whether that's right or wrong, but it's, it's the blood and guts of it all. Every single nutritional protocol that's out there uh, that people jump on and they lose weight from, it's because it puts them into some sort of a calorie deficit from the get-go. And it changes their eating habits. So they're eating different foods um, and, and, mo and more often than not healthier foods and less of those foods. So yes, paleo works. The, the, being a vegetarian works. Being vegan works. Uh, going keto works. Um, what else the one? The fucking, the, the Barry Sears one. They all fucking work. But the most important thing is understanding that there's a deficit there. Now, you need to have the correct deficit, not an extreme one, because if you go into an extreme deficit, your body can't sustain. You know, you're, you're, you're going to go into a catabolic state. You're going to start, you will, you will lose weight, but you'll be losing fat and muscle mass. And you need muscle mass in order to keep your body a calorie burning machine. So if you're so under... The amount of muscle mass you have is, you know, everyone says you have to have like, they're like, oh, I'm getting older. My metabolism slowing down. It's because your ass is losing muscles. That's right. That's exactly we'll just, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just correlate that to, uh, you know, metabolism, uh, you know, functioning chemical, you know, chemical reactions in your body. Mm -hmm. Muscles, muscles. Yeah. Muscles are the key. More muscles, more metabolism. Yeah. The more muscle you have, the more you can fucking eat. I think, I think, I think everyone kind of understands that, you know, they need to, they need to track their calories at some level. My feeling is that most people think that it's just too hard, but it's really fucking easy. Yeah. You just get an electronic scale, fucking my fitness power, you can scan in food and you just have to, I always feel like sometimes it's just showing people how easy it is, mm. you know? Yeah, and that's it. And I think also that people think it's, it, 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 they're gonna have to track their calories forever and they're going to have to restrict things and they're going to be limited in what they can have and this, that, and the other. And it's, it's, that's not the case. The way I approach it with my people and my clients is eat the fuck what you want. I don't care what you eat, but just make it fit inside your calorie target for that particular day. You want to eat, you want to eat a hungry jacks and KFC. That's cool. Go for that, but make sure you put whatever you eat from there into your calories. And then, and, and, and that's it. That's, that's the, that's the protocol. Now, my, my story with this, where I, where I first learned that the importance of um, tracking your calories was, and I was telling you earlier on, I was doing the, the barbell shrugged um, six month weight gain program. And it was like a com comprehensive program, nutrition protocol, training pro program, all this sort of stuff, like getting all your habits right. Now I was doing, I was doing my due diligence. I was training hard. I was, um, I was, I was taking off the workouts every single day. Um, but I was, I assumed, I assumed I was eating enough calories. Now my goal was to gain muscle. So they were putting me into a calorie surplus. I had to be getting up to 3000 calories a day. Now I was eating my meals and I was feeling stuffed after them. I was, I was struggling to eat my next meal. And you know, I'm like, I'm eyeballing this stuff. And I'm like, 
yeah, I must be. I have to be eating 3,000 calories. There's no way I'm not because I'm so full at the end of every meal. And by the end of the day, I couldn't possibly put another thing into me. But anyway, I wasn't gaining weight. I just wasn't moving forward. And I was getting into it a month and two months. And I was messaging the guys and I was like, I'm not seeing any change here. And they were like, you, you, are you making sure you're eating enough? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course I am. And eventually they bit the bullet on me. They were like, all right, send us um, a link to your my fitness pal whoopsie i wasn't tracking i was assuming so then i was like fuck i need to get on this so i don't know the old-fashioned way i didn't know how to use my fitness pal at the time so my old-fashioned way was i just got my note and well it's still my way of doing it got my notepad out i weighed my food i wrote down the waste of my food and then i went on google and i typed in what is the calorie content of 150 grams of white potato what is the calories of 200 grams of steak and that gave me a rough estimate of like the, the calories I was consuming. And when I worked it out, man, I was a thousand calories short of the target I should have been at. And from that point on, that was my game changer. It was like, right, now I've got to start eating the correct number of calories. Now, I, I wasn't able to jump from 2000 calories to 3000 calories in a day. That took time. Because you got to train your body to be able to consume that much food as well. So it's one thing having a calorie target, but that's what you skinny boy. That's what you skinny boys think. <laughs> I can jump a thousand easy. Yeah, I'm the I'm the opposite of you. I'm the opposite of you though. To yeah. be clear. Well, you think you think, but if I if I say, say, say to you now, right, Alex? Okay, you, for, uh, tomorrow morning when you wake up, uh, by the end of the day, you need to consume four thousand calories. I want to see you I, do that. You, you want, want me to do that? that? You, yeah, want me, yeah. you want me to vlog that? I'm yes. going to vlog that tomorrow. Do it. Do it. I <laughs> want to see that. Calories. Yeah, I want to see you do right. it. Right. It'll be like in the morning, I'd have like two chicken thighs, some rice. That's like 800. And then like middle of the day, oh, like by 10 o'clock, I'd have like a yogurt, one of Boz's yogurts for another 200 and then 1,000. Yeah. Lunchtime, we'll have some more. I'll probably just go have some more chicken thighs. Chicken thighs, man. They they are high. Crush- like, yeah. The high they, calorie content. Oh, okay. You know what I figured out the other day? Like, because I was like, because I'm tracking my calories now. Um, I was like, oh, I have some of this QP dressing. Have you had that sesame QP dressing? What is that? Bro, if you if you have trouble making calories, there's this there's this like Japanese sesame QP dressing. It's fucking delicious. It makes everything taste amazing. Okay. And I was like, I was like, oh, I'll just have some of this. And two tablespoons is 200 calories. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I, I was like, I was like, that's not right. And they're like 30 mils, 30 mils, 200 calories. And it is fucking delicious. Okay, it is well, like, it's can, so good. Can you t- yeah. say, say the name of it again? It's, uh, it, oh, it's, it's like sesame dressing and they call it QP dressing or something. QP dressing. Okay. Yeah, I'll just get it for you. I'll just buy it for you. Okay. It's delicious. It makes everything delicious. Um, but I, we were like, QP. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. The, the challenge stands, Mr. Alex. I've got access to your MyFitnessPal. I want to see you. Cons- oh. I want to. I want to see you log everything tomorrow, and I want you. To, I want you to hit. 4, you want me to hit four thousand? Fine. Is the challenge accepted? Uh, that does mean that. Okay, fine, fine. fine. I'll do four thousand on what was it Saturday. It's, yeah, or do you want to tomorrow do it on one? Saturday? Yeah, tomorrow no, no, is Saturday. Tomorrow's school. I'll, I'll do Saturday. Saturday's okay. easy. Let's see. Um, okay. Um, easy. Tune in. Tune in next week to see if Alex exploded. 
or um, if he managed to consume all the calories. Do you know, do you know how I'll do it? So it's quite easy. I make this, I make this thing called Zuk. And Zuk is um like my family knows about this. It's like it's this, it's this rice, like this Chinese thing I do, like you you cook up the chicken and then all the chicken stock goes into the water and then you pour in the rice. And I used to make this for my family. Like, um, and there's a story of me making it for the family and they're like, Zuk. but the problem is like, I made it in the morning and my family came in at night and they were like, where's the Zuk gone? And I'd eaten like fucking, it must've been like probably like two bowls of rice worth and two chickens just because I just kept eating it all throughout that. And the, the amazing thing was, it's kind of like, it's this, it's kind of like risotto, but it's not. And like, yeah, bro, I can, uh, easy. I'll do, I'll, I'll make some took tomorrow and smash it. And then it'll be like 4,000 just. Okay. Okay. I want to see yeah. it on my fitness pal. Make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll make sure, you know, the way that I'll do it is I will, I'll get the chickens. I'll, I'll weigh up the chickens. I'll get the calories and then I'll get the calories from the rice. I'll make the took. And then I'll, um, yeah, I'll just, show, I'll just, I'll just smash that all day. <laughs> it's delicious. It's delicious. You know, done. Got okay. It. Okay. The listeners, you've heard that all three listeners, Alex is going to smash. <laughs> no, no, we're at four now. We're at four. Oh. And uh, we've had some comments. Someone says, just eat a deep fried chicken. Someone said, don't be a Nancy accepted. Yeah, I'll take the challenge. Um, <laughs> anyway. Oh yeah. And, and and Jane says, "What gets managed get what gets measured gets managed." I'm yeah. I'm saying, "What gets measured makes way for treats," because you know you, you don't feel so bad when you're eating stuff that fits in the plan. It, it, well, that is exactly it. Nothing's off limits. There is no food. I will never restrict a food from a person at all. Um, it, it, you, as long as it fits inside your calories for the day. If you feel like fucking having um, a stick of what do you call it, a stick, a block of Toblerone at night because that's my weakness I, lo- I love my Toblerone um or fucking cake and ice cream that's fine fuck it or your glass of wine fucking have it but it fits inside your calories and you will you will hit your fucking results or hit your goals if you if you um <laughs> if you track i've got a lesson for now because i've got i've got ooh, got 10 got, you know, two tens i reckon we'll have to move off Lesson, what's lesson four? Lesson four. Okay. Um, it's much harder to build muscle than it is to burn fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some, some people listening that may be on a fat loss journey, they're probably going, fuck you, motherfucker. You have no fucking idea. Well, I do, because I've been in the fucking industry for fucking so long. Now, I haven't had to be on a weight loss journey. Uh, my my journey has been to try and gain weight. My God, that's a fucking effort. You, know, it's, it's, um, you take a couple of steps forward and it's very easy to take a couple of steps back. Yeah, and I, my thing is, what, regardless of the journey you're on, and I made a daily crack about this, once you get to a new weight, a new body weight, fat loss and muscle gain, you got to reset your body to this new weight. And that can take six months of living at that new body weight. You haven't, you haven't earned it yet. You haven't made it like a homeostasis yet. You haven't locked it in yet. So you can, you can lose a load of body weight or you can gain a load of muscle. But once you get to that new fucking number, you got to stay there 
for a minimum of six months before you can say that's yours. So, so, so James put fat loss, riding a bike down a hill, muscle gain, riding a bike up a hill. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I agree with that. On, on, on behalf, uh, look, on behalf of all the, uh, uh, I'm going to say we're the easy gainers. <laughs> <laughs> muscle build, it depends. It depends. Yeah. Like muscle okay. building is, you know, you know, I did that. Um, look, it was, it was the start of COVID. It was the start of COVID admittedly. Um, and probably a lot, like some of the things I gained was kind of fat, but I did that eight by eight program. And I'll, I'm, I swear I'm, I'm, Start of COVID, I'm like I'm like 94 right now. Like I didn't put, but I didn't. I'm not 94. Ki- I'm not 14 kilos of of fat, mm. you know. And start of COVID, like 84, 85. So I feel like 10 kilos on at the start of COVID, but it's not all fat. No, no, you know. So I feel like gaining muscle for me is easier, but so is gaining fat. But losing fat, that's the yeah. But anyway, that that's for that's for the um. I just like to speak on behalf of the um the 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 heavier people in in the in this conversation that yeah. you know That's sometimes good. losing fat is hard <laughs> oh listen boat journeys take time boat journeys because if if you have 10 kilos to lose that 10 kilos that you have to or that 10 kilos of fat, fat that you have to lose was not put on overnight that 10 kilos crept on you over a couple of years of you know slightly bad habits and that's 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 the thing that I like. I I try to let people know. It's like it, it doesn't just jump on. It just just it doesn't just happen immediately. So when it comes to making the choice that you want to reverse it, looking for the silver bullet or looking for the quick fix, and the same for people looking to fucking build muscle fast, like the steroid needle. You know that's the that's the quick route to it. And you, you, know, you, have, you have the liposuction and you have other fat loss supplements that people can take. Hydroxycut, remember back in the day that people would take, which is just basically <laughs> tablet speed. Um, just caffeine. Just pure fucking caffeine. Like you have, you have these silver bullets that are out there, but what's the dangers of using them? Um, and you know that the process that you you have to go through to improve your habits and to go on the journey teaches you so much. Mm. and you will you will keep the keep the rewards of the journey as long as you're willing to take the journey well you're make yeah i, I agree with that um, there's no silver bullet there's the work we'll do the, the work. work there's the work yeah and uh, the the work requires motivation at the start you know you need you need probably someone to kick you in the arse to be like come on to fuck let's get going um and you know you you think you got to think about your results and you got to kind of fucking push yourself to get the motivation at the beginning but then that motivation turns into a habit then all of a sudden like you know you're rocking up at the gym each and every day regardless of how you feel because you know that once you finish that workout or once you finish the that that, that program that you have laid in front of you once you've got done you're going to feel fucking good plus you're going to get to socialize once you start to look good you start to feel good your confidence comes back you're able to fucking get into that dress for summer or that bikini for summer for fellas then the t-shirt fits you better so when you're when with the bars do open you you, you, you have that extra confidence to go up to chicks and be like hey 
Can I buy you a drink? No, fuck off. All right, so fair enough. You know, you know, you know, <laughs> in, my, it, in my bikini. In my bikini. <laughs> but it, it, it's 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 a good feeling when you feel good. But at the start for, of anyone's journey, it, the, it, it, the, the results can seem so fucking far away and so distant that, you know, the, it's so easy, so fucking easy to fall off the wagon or just be like, oh, fuck it. it. It's not worth it. I'm not worth it. I don't deserve it. But persist, persist, persist. Anthem worth doing and worth doing well. Is, uh, Anthem worth getting. It takes hard work and it's worth doing well. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I think back to kind of the whole measured and managed thing. I think it's also good to kind of track your your results because it can yeah. be very rewarding. Yeah. Um, you know, at least like the you know going up to climbing mountains is pretty boring, but you know, you when you can see that you're moving, it's quite rewarding. So the view from the top is spectacular. Measuring that. Um, all right, we up to five, five, four, five, five, <laughs> five. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that was four. So okay, good. N- number five, we're running out of time. What's the time that you have there? Oh, I've got it at 10 to two. So we've got 20 minutes. That's all right. Ah, yeah, we, we'll smash it out in, t- in 20 minutes. All yeah. right. The next one is don't rush the process. So this kind of like, uh, car- at, uh, um, runs off the coattails of the last one. Um, you can't rush the process. Um, so I always relate this back to, you know, squatting. Um you know, someone rocks up at the gym for the first time ever and, you know, we, we do a lot of squatting at our gym in some way, shape or form. Now, your first goal would always be, you know, to squat um, half your body weight and then to squat your body weight and then to squat twice your body weight, which I have done. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, that process, have, you, have you have you have you still squatted twice your body weight now that you're heavier or i've done it twice now i've done it this time last year when i was in bali with sunny webster um yeah. and I, I have done it there again a couple of weeks ago okay so your body weight was it the, the bigger body it's, weight it's, it's moved up oh that's yeah. cool yeah, yeah that's so cool. i've squatted at 181 um, um and that, and i'm sitting at current i squatted 181 when i was 88.4 kilos and I'm just sitting on 90 kilos now. So I'm still, that's still a double weight, double, double body weight back squat. So if I test again in a couple of weeks, hopefully it'll be, because I tried 185 and I was a good stretch at the bottom. It was nice. It yeah. felt good, but I didn't stand up. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. It felt, it felt good. But um, yeah, you can't rush. So let's say, for example, someone comes into the gym for the first time and it's their first day putting a barbell on their back. How long are they going to have to be putting that barbell on their back before they reach um, half their body weight on that barbell? It takes time. It's a process. Mm-hmm. So, and if, if we as coaches are going to be like, all right, first day, let's put half your body weight on there. What's going to happen then? turn them into a fucking pancake, you know, you know, you're going to break a person. So you're, we're, we're over, we're overrunning the steps. We're, 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 we're rushing to the end and we're not enjoying the process or we're not enjoying the journey because that's what this is. You know, Brett Ford, isn't that Brett Ford? That's on the level one uh, coaching staff for uh, CrossFit. He's well, he's one of the guys. He's, he does it with Ed, but he was like, oh, yeah. you know, he's like weightlifting is a lot. We, like, should, we should get Ed. We should get Ed on here. He'd be good for Maybe fucking very good one. Yeah. But um, Brett said something like along the lines of Olympic weightlifting or weightlifting is a lot like fishing. Um, you've 
you're not every day you're going to catch the fish, but you love the process. And it's mm. the same with everything else. It's like you got to fall in so, love. But, right? so, no way is weightlifting like fishing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm at peace while I'm fishing, yeah. weightlifting. I'm like, Jesus, is that bag going to squash my ass today? <laughs> yes, it does. And some yes. days the bar <laughs> fucking dominates the room and you can't Good. fucking move it at all. But um, it, you, you enjoy it. Like I enjoy, I fucking love the barbell now. And, and most people do once they get into weightlifting and they get that first goal and achievement in it. It's like, fuck, this shit is fun. And you see progression in it. And then your, your, your goals, which I find is great about having the gym and, you know, an element of CrossFit that is really good is the focus of people's like body weight changes to the weight that they're moving on a barbell. Like there's nothing more, like for females, there's nothing more satisfying than seeing them get stronger and for themselves getting stronger as well. And they're deadlifting their body weight and deadlifting one and a half times their body weight and, and fucking squatting it as well. It's, it's awesome. And mm. builds a great booty. Mm -hmm. yes. So respecting that process and not rushing the process goes across the board in everything. If you're gaining muscle, if you're losing fat, trying to get strong, get a bigger back squat, fucking get your first muscle up, fucking walk up a mountain, go to Kil like Kilimanjaro to do the ba Everest base camp. All these things take time to prepare for. You know, it's, um, you, don't, you don't just fucking get there magically. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think trust the process, you know, trust the, trust the, do the, do the reps. Shit, yeah. Fuck the reps. Yeah. You gotta do the reps. Um, oh, Maddie's like respect the barbell. Respect oh, the barbell. Yeah, I'm yeah. so over the barbell. Yeah, I know you're going onto the sandbag now, but the sandbag can teach you great things to take onto the barbell, to take back to the barbell. Oh, it's, I just oh look, I kind of like the barbell sometimes, and I kind of learned like the barbell other days. And just I think the sandbag is kind of nice for now. Like it's. It's like, for me, a lot of the big focus has been kind of trying to turn people away. Cause I don't think, like, I don't think pure strength is applicable to life. Like pure strength is, you know, those one RMs and stuff. Like they're nice as like, you know, like look how big my ego is being politically correct there, you know? Um, but I think what's really applicable is like five RMs, 20 RMs. And then the sandbag, like the way it, like, anyway, so Anyway, I'll put it over the barbell, but whatever. I mean, if it makes if it makes you happy, if it makes you happy, you know, get amongst it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay, I, I, I agree with that. Respect the process or don't rush things. Yep. Um, number, 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 number. Number six. six. Number six. six. Yeah. Um, learn to squat properly from the start. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah. Yes. I love squatting. I think you've, I think you've, um, I think you know that about me, about me now. Like if I'm going to pick any movement to do, if we're going to train, I'm picking squats, you know? Um, yeah. But, um, and if anyone wants to go back and look through my YouTube channel uh, from the gym and see the way I used to coach people have to squat, like I've, I've injured myself quite badly from shitty technique in my squatting and having an ego just trying to push it too hard, too fast. And not really respecting the process of improving mobility and, and, and learning the, the nuances of what a squat should be. Um, so my thing now is like, I'm, that's anyone that I'm teaching Anatanta, the first thing we're learning is how to squat. 
Mm. If you set that base, that base movement correctly, it just carries across to everything else. Yeah. Sweet. You know? And how do you, how do you squat? You, the first thing. Here we go. The first thing and the most important thing is to be absolutely planted and level to the soles of your feet. So get rid of those fancy Nike shoes or shoes with a big cushion or Asics or any sort of cushioned running type shoe. Get those the fuck off your feet. And if at all possible, squat in your bare feet. Um, and, but if you must wear something on your feet, choose something like Converse or a, a, a minimal shoe in some way, shape or form. Are you going to talk, say, Vibram Five Fingers? <laughs> Fuck, well, yeah, fuck, they, they look weird. But anyway, if you've got them, fucking wear them. Uh, because See, Lars, it's okay. Damo supports my Vibram Five Fingers. Yeah, Alex, if you've got them, I support them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, those are the those are like when you're at the, the early days of CrossFit, everyone was like, oh, minimalist shoes. Yes. You know? And then everyone just like jumps in them. But Vibram Five Fingers, they make you look cool. Yeah. yeah yeah right okay so <laughs> so planted feet yeah so when, use heavy feet yeah so when you wear like when you wear any sort of like cushion sole shoe it's like you're squatting on cushions or a, a squatting on pillows your feet can't find stability so if you're in a bare foot or in a pair of converse or something like that it, like the sole of your foot is going to distribute the weight evenly throughout the floor now i know still people like kind of rock and move but my my golden rule here is Plant the feet and stay balanced in, in your weight through the, from the front to the back of your, of your foot. So the knuckle behind your big toe and the knuckle behind your baby toe, those should be pressed into the ground throughout the entire movement and your heel. You don't want to be too far forward. You don't want to be too far back. You just want to be planted. And then just move down, push your ass down to the ground and stand back up. But the most important focus is keep your foot planted on the floor. If, if you're doing that one thing right, you will your squat will improve that's it lesson over done and if you need help um when our gym is open um <laughs> a, a, a functional you in west melbourne or uh crossfit westgate in now uh, in williamstown have very good coaches and uh, and and training staff that will teach you these things in person thank you very much I would I would say that the the well there's lots of keys but breathing is another one mm. you know like make sure that you're filling up your uh, your midline to full, the fullest it can be and and then rip it down with your abbots <laughs> yeah yeah um, all right learn to squat I like it yeah learn to squat. definitely learn to squat that will that will serve you well then you can like when you go to like southeast asia and you're walking up and down the markets again when they finally do open up to us all to travel you you see like all the lads and the ladies sitting like down in the bottom of the squat on the side of the road fucking doing their daily work and they can sit there easily easily us Westerners, did, you ever, did you ever read that book um super squats super squats no um it was, was by uh, it's called it's called it's a book called super squats by randall stross strossen and he is like he was kind of like one of the pioneers of just getting massive but that you should okay look you should read this just for, for the okay. for the lols because it just teaches you hard work it's called super squats how to gain 30 pounds of muscle in six weeks what 
There's it's steroids epic. involved. There's steroids. No, it's epic, bro. You got to yeah. read this book. This book was like, when I read it, I was like, this is the way. <laughs> and then when you actually try and do the program, like if you can do it, you'll probably gain 30 pounds in six weeks because yeah. every three days, you have to go up two and a half kilos. Yeah, so well, start- okay. Well, I'm definitely going on a fucking cycle of testosterone supinate if that's the crack. 30 give, give it a crack, bro. 30, 30, uh, how to gain 30 pounds of muscle in six in six weeks. I'll, I'll send you the book. It's real good. It's just okay. it's just fun reading. Yeah. Um, but I've never I've never been able to do six weeks of the 20 rep squat program. It's hectic. Yeah. Um, all right, that was number that was number six. Last one. Number seven. six. Number six, yeah. So number seven and the most important. Uh oh, here we go. Get a fucking coach. Yeah, well, you have to fucking you have, you have to fucking drum roll it. Do the drum roll again, and I'll say it again because you drum rolled in the middle of what I was saying. Did I do? It? Oh, hold on. Get a fucking coach. Listen, it's as simple as it is. I doesn't. I don't care whether the gyms are open right now or not. There's coaches out there that will help you with everything. Um, I know I've required a coach when it comes to running a business. I've required business coaching. It's been a game changer for me. I've got coaches when I've wanted to gain muscle. I've got coaches when I've wanted to improve my Olympic weightlifting. Anytime I've tried to do this shit myself, it's only been a half effort. I have always paid for coaching in order to get me to the next level. Currently, I'm moving my services online to help people online. I'm getting coaching, moving my services online, and I'm doing good at it. You know, so the blood and guts of it all, if you're trying to build muscle, get a coach. If you're trying to lose body fat, get coach. If you find you're not, you need someone to keep you accountable, get a fucking coach. If you're having trouble with your nutrition and using my fitness plan, get a fucking coach. Um, If you want to learn how to squat properly, get a fucking coach. Oh, I get sandbags. <laughs> <laughs> and get a sandbag. And do get a sandbag. The sandbag uh, is a great teacher. The sandbag is the best teacher. Or I can just get a shitty, a shitty fucking bag and fill that shit with sand. Like that's the, I'm going to make a vlog on how to, how to make a, a, a bag full of sand. Yeah. Well, just go to Bunnings and buy those 20 kilo bags of washed Dude, sand. Eight bucks. Eight bucks. Yeah. And then just put some fucking cloth around or put it into some sort of a Hessian bag and away with you. Can I, can I, like, look, Loz and I were talking about this the other day, right? Like, everyone's like, and this, everyone's always like, oh, you know, like, fitness is really important to me, rah, rah, And then, and then, like, it comes down to, like, all right, well, it's, you know, it's like, whatever the price of a membership is for a CrossFit gym. And they're like, well, it's a bit expensive. I'm like, bro, it's like, it's like less than, it's less than fucking 24, a 24 pack of beers or something or whatever mm. it is. And everyone's like, oh, I'm really, it's really important to me and you know through covid i've heard people like oh you know i've got you know like i i had no work you know i'm on like on job keeper and shit and, and i'm still investing in coaches you know um because that shit's important to me so like i think people i think coaching is really important like it's a really good way of fast tracking your goals but mm. part of it is people don't see the value of it because yeah the the, the number can be really scary but if you think about all the times that you've just kind of fucked around and not gotten results then you know like man i i know the cost of your online coaching stuff but i also know that you fucking killed it in the last in the last like when you when you told me you're on this online coaching thing i was like 
I was, I, you, I think you, I'm not sure if we we're on a voice, like a web call or something, but I was like, you might've heard in my voice. I was like, okay. Yeah. And then yes. fucking, and then fucking like, here we are end of fuck, well, nearing the end of COVID and you've fucking launched a bloody online business. Mm. And you know, like that's insane. Like I think, you know, the fact that you've, you invest in yourself and the shit works, you know, like mm. it's uh yeah, you can also get some shit coaches. Don't get me wrong. 100%. But, um, but yeah, I think the proof's in the pudding, my friend. Get a Absolutely. fucking coach. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, if there's something that you want to listen, because all the stuff that's been out there that you're trying to do has been done already. And, uh, you know, rather than trying to think that you have to reinvent the wheel yourself, just get assistance assistance and whatever your fuck you're trying to achieve whether it is start up a new business or it is try to fucking figure out something online where it is something fitness or health related just reach out and talk to the experts get the help and yes you you fit the nail that there are shitty coaches out there sack the shitty coach get another one it's easy yeah. to do it's a service I, you're I, think, I think coaches as well though so like they're not shitty for everyone. They're just no. shitty for you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know. So yeah. So that's shitty my... for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck it. But um, yeah. When, when all this stuff ends, man, like all services are going to be dramatically more expensive because of where things are going to be going. Um, imagine you know when the pubs and nightclubs and stuff open up. Can you imagine the price of a beer? Mm. Mm. I don't drink, so that's all good. I know, and that's what I, that's why I said to you. You're like, ah, fuck. Time, did, did I? I went. I remember. Okay, no, I did have a beer at the start of COVID. Yeah, and I was like, I think I went up and said something really weird. Like I was like, oh, can I please have a pint glass of beer? And the guy just looked at me and was like, what the fuck? What's wrong with you? And I, weird. A pint glass. Oh, I said beer. something. It was something weird. I was like, it, uh, it wasn't. It wasn't like a pint glass beer. I just said something really weird, and they were just like, mm. um, <laughs> "All right, well, Give seven you. lessons in seven years." I, uh, you know, I think those are very good, and I think, um, yeah, thank you for sharing those. No worries. And next week, Alex, we'll have yours. My my ones are actually completely different from yours, and some they're even like totally different. Good. They, they might be even contrasting. So if, if you think Damo's a shit coach, come to me and, you know, maybe I'll be your okay coach. Perfect. <laughs> As you said earlier on, not, not every coach is for everyone. Yeah, brother. All right. Perfect. Well, I will see you uh, next Tuesday for the Jack and Josephus. Absolutely. Um, that one's going to be a little bit later, though. Maybe like one o'clock. Okay. Easy. Yeah, sweet. Okay, see about that. Perfect. Boys and girls, thank you all very much for listening and we'll chat you uh, again shortly. Giddy up. Bye.